It's time now for Making Sense of the Markets with Lori Pinkowski. Lori is the Senior Vice President and Portfolio Manager with Canaccord Genuity. And remember, you can contact her team anytime, 604-695-LORI. Check out their website as well. It's pinkowski.ca. Good morning, Lori. Good morning, Simi. How are you? I am good, thank you. How are those markets doing this morning? Well, markets were doing better earlier on, but uh, since I uh, kind of moved to a flat area, Dow is down about 19 points right now. You know, markets are down about 1% over the past week, as you know, they're really becoming worried after expecting a near-term stimulus deal between the Democrats and Republicans. And I would say that the market is just hanging on this information. So all throughout the day, you know, if we're getting uh, some news that a deal might be done, uh, you're seeing markets move higher. And then if you see a, a kind of a deal or the idea of a deal collapse, then uh, you're seeing markets move lower. But of course, we're dealing with earnings season as well. Uh, we've got over 10% of companies have reported third quarter earnings. Um, and some of the notables, I guess, Abbott Labs, uh, strong, uh, strong growth in the quarter. Procter & Gamble, which many of us know that name. Uh, again, a strong quarter. But a miss from Netflix, which uh, I was surprised. Yeah. Because I would think during COVID, lots of people are staying at home and watching TV, but it appears that they they missed uh, and they have less subscribers than they did before. And of course, the U.S. election is a top of mind and uh, Biden is still leading in the poll. So, so that's kind of what's moving markets right now. Interesting. Okay, so it seems like the markets are looking for anything they can to kind of hang their hat on. I would say anything they can, but I, I would say stimulus is number one right now. U.S. election number two, uh, COVID and earnings uh, kind of tied for three right now. And, and and really, you know, with the election less than uh, two weeks away, uh, there will be more focus on that over the next, uh, you know, uh, few days. But I think at this point, um, if they reach a stimulus deal before the election, which again, remember a week or two ago, Trump was tweeting he's not going to even negotiate before an election. And all of a sudden now <laughs> we're close to a deal again. So you definitely have to stay on the news right now um, and just be ready for which way the market's going to go, depending on what happens. I mean, my view is a stimulus package is going to happen. The question is just how much and whether it happens before or after the election. That's what we're watching right now. And what is the market leaning towards in terms of what the market thinks might be better, a better outcome at the American election? Yeah, you know, I, I would say a, a few weeks ago, months ago, you know, we're, we're looking at uh, markets wanting a Trump victory, uh, Trump in office, all those sorts of things. But I think lately what we're seeing is, is that there's uh, markets are actually um, a bit more excited over a Biden win at this point. Even though Biden could increase uh, corporate taxes, which isn't great, he may all, also bring stability uh, to, uh, I, I don't know, the world economy. With Instead of having global trade wars, he may be, you know, really focusing on uh, an economic recovery, and I think that's what we're seeing. But again, you need to be careful of which which sectors you're right. in, uh, depending on on who would win. And again, Trump wants lower taxes. Uh, we would continue favoring uh, leading sectors, including like technology, consumer products, utilities, that sort of thing. If there was a Biden win, I mean, you wouldn't want to be in energy and financials. But I've been saying this for a while. You probably don't want to be in those two areas as it is right now. So, you know, I think uh, the stimulus deal right now in the short term, um, uh, to stay focused on that. Uh, and if you do see stimulus uh, package go through, uh, that's probably your cue to, uh, you know, take some of that powder you have right. on the sidelines and put it back to work. Again, that's my opinion. Always talk to your financial advisor. Right. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about that. So like which sectors do you think would be stronger depending on who wins? 
Yeah, so again, I, I, as I was saying, I think industrials, economically sensitive uh, sectors are, are something to look at. And just be careful of, you know, pipelines and healthcare and so on. Um, depending on who wins, these are probably the, you know, the four most volatile sectors that I would see uh, going into November. Okay, so is, does the market have like contingency plans? Like, okay, what can we expect if Donald Trump wins? I don't know if the market does, but we do. Okay. <laughs> um, so again, we're always looking at like plan A, plan B, right? Especially with situations that you have no control over. You and I will not know who wins um, and uh, and how that's going to look. But we can uh, look at our portfolios and adjust them accordingly and uh, make sure they're in, in some sectors maybe that uh, aren't going to be affected as much, let's say. And then just keep in mind, like politics usually is a short-term situation for the markets, right? And if there's volatility and there's some down, downward pressure, it can also be a buying opportunity. So this is another reason, you know, depending on who gets in, you got to run for the hills. Um, that's not how we uh, how we trade this. We look at it as, uh, are there some companies that we want to pick up that might be lower just due to general market volatility at this time? I mean, the world is going to move forward, whether there's a Democrat or a Republican in office. Let's put it that way. Okay. So like, what what are you expecting if the other, if the opposite happens, if Joe Biden wins? If Joe Biden, I actually don't think that the markets are gonna gonna fall um, at this point. Not uh, what we've seen in the past. Usually, when uh, the the um, party changes, right? So it goes from a Republican to a Democrat, vice versa. Uh, markets tend to be more volatile after the election, uh, and we're looking historically at charts and so on, like up to two weeks. And um, but again, we would look at that as a as an opportunity to get back into the markets because we have some powdered right at this point, some cash on the sidelines. Uh, just given that usually around an election, uh, there's some volatility. But again, added to that, this time, we also have a stimulus package, we have COVID, and right now we have earnings as well to focus on. Okay, and what about the Canadian market then? Do you expect that would react in similar ways? Um, you know, in terms of how the reaction will come to, yes. to who's in office, yeah, I mean, Canadian markets tend to follow. Um, and of course, when I was talking about financials and you know pipelines or energy stocks, that sort of thing, yeah, you'll see them react uh, depending on who's in office. We have very low exposure to Canada right now. We've only got about uh, 30%, 35% of our equities in the portfolio uh, geared towards Canada. Again, because we are in consumer discretionary uh, technology, industrials, uh, some gold even, because those are the places that we think are going to move higher, whether given the election and given COVID, whatever the case may be, we want to be in companies that are earning more money today than they did pre-pandemic. Okay, let's talk about some of the mistakes that people do make, though, when the economy isn't great. When there is a recession going on, Lori, what are some of the mistakes made? Uh, one of the first ones I see uh, is pulling out of a market without a plan. So you get people going, you know, I have a gut feeling, this sort of thing, and, you know, I just want to wait till everything settles down. That's a, a good saying out there. Well, the problem is if you wait till everything settles down, the market is probably going to be 10% higher, right? So you do have to have a plan, and it's okay to feel uncertain when markets are volatile. And, again, you know, we talk about going to cash and going back in, but that doesn't mean selling out the whole portfolio and going back in. That's not what we're trying to accomplish here. So you can be active. Uh, but again, if you're one of those people who really got worried back in March and you sold out of your portfolio, you need to have a plan to get back in. So you should be talking to a financial team about that. Um, watching, watching low rates slip through your fingers, right? So rates are at all-time lows. We know that we can get mortgages at 2% right now. 
say if you've been looking for a place, maybe now is the time to to really move forward with that, right? Um, there's very rarely do we see rates uh, this low. Uh, disrupting a retirement fund. So sometimes people are dipping into their RSP and so on right now just because of hard times. I mean, you want to do everything possible not to dip into a retirement fund. Um, also not preparing for the unexpected. I mean, COVID has shown us that an unexpected event can happen at any time uh, without giving us much much notice, right? And so just, again, being prepared for that, having three months of income in the bank. Um, also having insurance if you need it for your family. It's also something maybe you should be looking at. Uh, and getting overly sentimental about your home. And this is one that's come up recently. Mm-hmm. So if, if you've lost your job or you're in a situation where you're struggling to make mortgage payments or make ends meet due to what's going on, you know, maybe it's time to, to downsize, sell your home, take some of the profit out, right? Like, just because you had a dream of living there forever, you know, we as we say, the world has changed. Maybe you've got to change with it, and maybe you'd be more comfortable, have less anxiety if you had some cash in the bank and uh, maybe such a, not such a big home. So, again, that's just uh, an experience that we've seen with, uh, with a few clients, so I thought I would put it out there because I don't think many people think that way right. about their current home. Good advice. All right. Thank you so much, Lori. Thanks so much, Simi. Have a great week. You too. That's Lori Pinkowski, Senior Vice President and Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. You can contact the Pinkowski Wealth Management Team directly at 604-695-LORI or check out their website, pinkowski.ca.